Welcome to Practical Wisdom, a weekly podcast about ancient Greco-Roman philosophy. I'm your host, Massimo Piliucci. Let's continue our perusal of the first book of Cicero's Tusculan Disputations. As you may recall, the central topic of the essay is why we should not be afraid of death. In today's passage, Cicero tackles a delicate issue, that of suicide. He does so by mentioning his dear friend and colleague, Cato the Younger, one of the Stoic role models. Cato had took up arms against what he perceived to be the tyranny of Julius Caesar. When the Republican forces were defeated by Caesar at the Battle of Pharsalus in 48 BCE, Cato committed suicide in order not to be captured by Caesar and be used as a political pawn. Let's hear what Cicero says. Quote, Cato left this world in such a manner as if he were delighted that he had found an opportunity of dying. For that God who presides in us forbids our departure ends without his leave. But when God himself has given us a just cause, as formerly he did to Socrates, and lately to Cato, and often to many others, in such a case certainly every man of sense would gladly exchange this darkness for that light. For the whole life of a philosopher is, as the same philosopher says, a meditation on death." Unquote. The topic of suicide is of course a difficult one, even for us moderns. For Cicero it was particularly so because he had allegiances with two related philosophies which happened to differ on this very topic. He considered himself a follower of Socrates, who in the Phaedo comes out explicitly against the notion of suicide. But he also had sympathies for the Stoics, who just as adamantly maintained that suicide is ethically permissible under certain circumstances. Cato, as I mentioned, was a Stoic, and in the following century Epictetus will clearly articulate a defense of suicide with his famous analogy of the open door. Let's unpack Cicero's quote a bit more carefully then. Notice that he says that God who presides in us forbids our departure hints without his leave. This is essentially Socrates' argument. We are not our own property. We are God's creatures. It is therefore up to him to decide when it's time for us to go. But Cicero immediately adds that sometimes God himself gives us a just cause to live this world. Examples of just causes in Stoic lore include dying for political reasons, like Cato, or living because old age and frailty or disease have made us of no further use to the human cosmopolis. Indeed, Seneca, writing a century after Cicero, will say that there are proper times, as he puts it, to slip the cable. One such time is if dementia is taking the best part of who we are, our ability to reason. This sounds very similar to modern arguments in favor of physician-assisted suicide. Nevertheless, suicide is a serious matter, not treated lightly by the Stoics. In Discourses 2.15, Epictetus rushes to the side of a friend who has decided to kill himself to see if he can provide assistance. But then the friend says that he's doing it just because he said he would, and Epictetus reproaches him. For if your judgment was good, see, we are at your side and ready to help you to make your exit from this life. But if your judgment was irrational, change it. I must abide by my decisions. Why, man, what are you about? You mean not all your decisions, but only the right ones. Finally, note how Cicero ends the passage. For the whole life of a philosopher is 
as the same philosopher says, a meditation on death. The philosopher in question is, of course, Socrates, though the same thought will famously be reiterated by Seneca, according to whom we die every day, and the whole point of a philosophical reflection is to get us ready for that ultimate test of our character. Thank you for listening to Practical Wisdom. We will return next week, fate permitting.